This episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, has been brought to you by HorrorPack.com. What's your favorite movie genre? Did I hear you say horror? Of course I did. Why would you say anything else? Plus, I know you like those mystery boxes, right? Yes, you do. Well, we have a great box for you to do your next unboxing video with. The Horror Pack. They're available in Blu-ray and DVD packs. A one-month reoccurring charge of $24.99 gets you the Blu-ray plan. No Blu-ray player? Well, $19.99 reoccurring gets you the DVD plan. Did I get your attention? Good. Go to horrorpack.com and sign up. Tell them Larry Greenstein says hi. Finally, Horrorpack demands that Ironmonger Brewing puts out a coffee porter all year and demands that this changes now. Also, they would like to free Tibet. Go to horrorpack.com now and join up. See you in your screams. All right, Neil, this is a bit that we're doing together. We need to get the timing and the lines right, all right? Oh, hey, cool, man. I like working you there, man. You're, you're like super chill and stuff, man. All righty. Read for this. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, let's uh, do this, man. Yeah. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good, man. Just waiting to do this bit with you. I thought we did this already, man. <clears throat> no, Neil. That was the start. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, man. Go again. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, Neil. How's it going? Yeah. Hey, man. Pretty good. Uh, hey, when are we going to start doing this bit, man? I'm getting a little hungry. <sighs> Damn it, Neil. Did you read the script at all? Huh? Oh, hey, man. Don't yell at me, man. It's, it's not cool. It, Scares me and stuff, man. You know what? Never mind, Neil. Go eat, all right? Just go eat. Yeah, okay, cool, man. Thanks, man. Let me go grab some that donut burger telling my name. Yeah. <sighs> everybody it's time for another achieving reality the podcast that's right chris and larry are going to talk to you this week about uh oh their new coffee maker that marissa and larry found top 10 best fighters and mysteries of the unexplained cover stones falling from the sky so sit back relax and enjoy this episode of achieving reality the podcast we'll see you at the end bye Hey, man, am I supposed to do this opening today? Uh, no, go away, Neil. Hey, Larry. Hey, Chris. Hey, Marissa. Hey, Marissa. Hey, Larry. Hey, Marissa's here. Hey, Marissa's yes. here. I'm here. Unlike the last two weeks. Yeah, so... Uh, well, three weeks, depending on if I have enough material left over to take another episode. What went on yesterday? Oh, no, you got a new Keurig. I do have a new Keurig, yeah. Yay. Well, new to me. We went to restore it 
I was gonna say Dave Vera often is. <laughs> no, no, I could have gotten I probably excess can. supply of coffee makers. On I could have gotten one from him. He probably. What's has wrong one. with it? It just takes up too much shelf space. I need it for three more coffee makers. <laughs> I need. A, I, I bought a bigger coffee maker. It's an industrial size. But uh, yeah, you know what they have at the coffee plant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I put the coffee beans in one side of the house, and it comes out the other side of the house as coffee. <laughs> <laughs> raw, it on the raw way. coffee beans into one side of the house. So cherries. There's no coal shoot in my house, you know, so I converted it. <laughs> coal shoot. Uh, so truck deliver raw coffee beans straight to my basement. That should be kind of cool. No, that's intervention time. Oh yeah, he's past intervention time, but yeah, nobody wants to get close enough to him to tell him he can't have his coffee. Oh no, because he'll kill you. Yes, pretty much. Just with the, just with the sight. I'm sorry, Dave Bear, but that's enough coffee. What? Ah! <laughs> it's gonna be a whole scanner scene. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got it. It's gonna be a whole scanner scene eventually with Dave Bear. Anyways, to start going and vibrating and nothing. <laughs> but uh, well, hopefully, I'm not around for that one. Did you say anything? Yeah, coffee. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> we were at. Uh, the Habitat for Humanities Restore. The Jimmy Carter store. Yes. And it was 35 bucks. And we went up and asked. It was like, is there a return policy? Yeah. It's like, because if we get it home and it doesn't work, we don't want to just go, well, that was 35 bucks. We just throw it away now. And so he's like, yeah, you got 10 days. And I was like, good enough. Yeah, yeah, because we're completely a charitable organization. And you know, $35 would be thrown away if it went to house some poor homeless guy. And I go, good enough. We bought it and uh, brought it home. Works just fine. It's a little loud, but it works well, just yeah. fine. Yeah. So yeah. Put a blanket over it when you're making coffee. Mm -hmm. It all soaks into the blanket. <laughs> the cup. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to have this. What the fuck? Nothing in my cup and the blanket's all wet. <laughs> it works just fine. And I went and bought one of those little um, filters. Yeah, the little filters that you stick in there, so I don't have to spend eight dollars a box of coffee. Cake yeah, and I haven't used it yet to make coffee, but I have run a thing of vinegar through it a couple times. I've run... Uh, makes the coffee taste good. Yeah, I've run water, a bunch of hot water, hot water uh, regular water through it. It makes the hot water. And we took the parts apart. And I took it all apart and cleaned as much clean, of it as I yeah. possibly could. So it's it's ready to go. got all the cooties out. Well, I, I don't know who had it first, so I'll have to run it and uh, actually make some coffee with it. You should. That's what it's for. I know. Thank you. You can make coffee, you can make tea, you can make hot chocolate, you can make broth. Why would I make broth? I don't know. But you could if you wanted to. I bet that makes the coffee taste great. Well, it doesn't run through the machine, it just runs through the little thing. You wash the thing out. I only get eight ounces at a shot, dude. I know, I have one. Do you have that one? I've only uh, got the two buttons. Yeah. The little cup and the... Yeah. Well, the other little cup. Yeah, mine's just like that one. All right. I was happy with it, though. I was like, hey! 35 bucks for something that's normally a hundred dollars. It only takes like 30 seconds to get your cup of coffee, so don't bitch about it. You know, if there's not enough coffee for you, hold the cup under there again. Yeah, just do it again. I'm not worried about it. Or sit down, drink the coffee you have, and then when you're ready for more, go back Get another cup. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you have a little bit of your own cup. Yeah, brew my own filter. Yeah, if you're chilling out for those K-Cups, it could get expensive. I mean, what did you say, the, the cheapest one you saw at uh, Publix? Oh, when we were looking at Publix that one day, is uh, <laughs> six bucks. No, seven bucks. For how many? It's a normal size box. Per K-Cup. No, no, no. It's really good coffee. 
Well, no, even we went to. Um, it's that blue flake coffee from Colombia. <laughs> no, we went. We went to Coles. They had these pet, you know, these boxes on them. Yeah, Coles you can just you can find them fairly cheap. Kroger had like Kroger brand was cheaper. Yeah, and, and probably from the same distributor. Exactly. That's pretty much where I would. Uh, Maybe what I would probably be eating anyway. I'd be eating. Drinking. What, what I'd be drinking anyways. So. Do you typically, I mean, where do you typically get yours? I don't use K-Cups. I got the little thing. Is it the little thing? I'm, I, I mean, usually get it at Whole Foods and have them ground me a bag. If I'm going to, if I'm going to do the K-Cups. I, I, I don't have a coffee grinder. If I'm going to do the, the, buy the box of K-Cups, I'll probably go to Costco and buy the assorted box. And then we'll just work our way through that. But I'm probably going to just keep doing like this. That's just a box of 32 assorted guys. 16 Senka in here. <laughs> Who the hell makes Senka cake up? <laughs> so I'm taking him to Chris's house. Gonna leave him in his front door. We're gonna light him on fire. <laughs> Matter of fact, if that happens to you, I'll go over to Phantom Fireworks and I'll get us a bunch of firecrackers. We'll blow them up. We could do that anyways. Of course, it might be funnier if we did that with coffee creamers, though. That's true, because they may explode. But they have to be the uh, well, powdered be, coffee creamer. Yeah, they have to the aerosol first. You have to, yeah, that'd be fun. We should do that. On the last episode of Achieving Reality Podcast. When's the last episode? Well, you'll see. <laughs> There's a guy who does a lot of vines online. The Twister things? No. The seven second movies. Oh. That were a big hit for a little bit there. Is that an Asian guy? No, he's an American guy with a red beard. Oh. Matt or Zach or something or other. You know, he does the wacky videos or he does like video magic tricks. Oh, no, no. This guy just does shit to annoy people. It's great. Oh. Uh, well, of course. He goes, uh, it's like... So much better use of your time than you know, being di- wacky and entertaining. Di- uh, there was a disrespect the property or something like that. And he'll be like, in a store, he'll just be like, Bleh! you know, just dumb shit. But he does one. It's called Metalcore Interruptions. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's, it's metal, you know. Like iron. No, like the music. He'll like lip syncing Katy Perry, and then he'll just throw in some metal, you know. That's what you were listening to. Yeah, I was listening to him yesterday, fucking falling off the couch laughing. Uh, he lives here. Here? Yeah, here. With in, Neil? No, not with Neil. Not not here in the building. Here in Atlanta. Ah. We need to get him on the podcast. We'll give him on the podcast. I want for seven seconds. I want to give. That would be funny as hell. We'll have him on seven seconds for like <coughs> 16 episodes. I want either have him on. I guess from now until we quit doing the podcast, we're going to do seven seconds a bit. <laughs> I spend a day with him and have enough for the rest of our lives. But, uh, so as I was saying, every week, so as I was saying, so I was saying before you cut me off last time. But, Damn it. <laughs> Stop cutting me. <laughs> I would be like me talking. You talk? Mm-hmm. He talks all the time. You haven't noticed? But I'd like to have him on. Or, if I can't have him on, at least talk to him and maybe see about doing some of those metalcore interruptions for the podcast. Now, they do kind of require a camera. I don't know where we would get a camera. I know. Very hard to laugh out. Mr. Trying to suppress a smile over there. Because I'd like to do, because he, he doesn't do them anymore. So I'd like to continue his thing and like say, his name, Metalcore Interruptions, and it happened to either be him or me doing it. Well, why doesn't he do it anymore? Uh, because Vine isn't used anymore. I think Vine was pulled. Oh, was it? Yeah. Hmm. Glad I didn't download the app then. 
Oh, so what are all those people who are so popular on Vine gonna do now? Have to make 30 second videos and put them on YouTube? Apparently. He does have a YouTube page. Because those would pop up every once in a while. It'd be Vine compilation videos where they'd be like seven minutes of 2,000 videos. He actually does Christmas one too, which is funny as shit. Well, contact him. I will. I was just thinking about it. I wanted to mention it, you know, to you and our three listeners, you know, in Iraq. I think we may have four. Oh. That's good. Three in Iraq and one in Denmark? Iran. First off. You did? Wow, you don't look at it like you're out of breath. I think it's probably some techno DJ that finds our soundtrack songs very appealing and just plays them over and over <laughs> again. Some Iranian nightclub somewhere. <laughs> with with, with the, our comments every so often. No, we've released the soundtrack files. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't that be weird? It would be weird. It some Iranian weird. nightclub somewhere, there's people gyrating around our soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Oh, that's true. Wait, do we have a lister in Japan at all? Occasionally we'll get hits in Japan. Oh, well. We're big in Japan. The thing is, when you're looking at the, the Podbean map, and it shows you how many hits you've gotten, it, I don't think the math adds up to what they tell you on the episode by episode. Probably not. So I, I don't know. No, I just I was just curious. Maybe I was wondering if... No, she's not listening. Oh, okay. Probably not. She's listening to this episode. Yes, I am. <laughs> you know, get a phone call. Like, what are you saying? Not listening. I'm listening. <laughs> and you're like, really? You listened? <laughs> well, I listened to this episode. All right. So you're not listening. I listened long enough to hear you say I wasn't listening. <laughs> so I'm not listening anymore. So you're not listening. Well, she may not be listening because we don't know. Because maybe the next two weeks she'll be preoccupied with something else. Why should we listen now? It's not in Japanese. It's true. It's not. We'll be able to understand it. No, stop that. She speaks English and Japanese. She's in Japan now. Everything's Japanese over there. <sighs> okay. Isn't that that song? No, that's I think I'm turning Japanese. Oh. It's just turning Japanese. <laughs> turning and Japanese. she already is Japanese. Yeah. So in her case, it'd be, I think I'm turning American. I think I'm turning American. <laughs> this really doesn't work. Do, 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 do. <laughs> No, it doesn't. <laughs> Glad you noticed. <laughs> Maybe we can do our own vines. Larry Mangles 80s music. <laughs> Larry Mangles will all music. <laughs> all right, so there we go. Seven seconds of Larry karaoke. Yeah, so cue stuff and things. Stuff and things? Yes, both. For meals of the weird. No. Uh, oh no. Uh, it's time for mysteries of the unexplained. Cool. So uh, I have my random number generator. And I gotta write this down. So I can uh, figure out what page we're gonna read from. Well, do we know what the last page is? Yeah, three hundred six. Okay. I programmed it in for the last time. Ooh. <laughs> Fancy. I am. It's the closest thing to research you've ever done. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, and here we go. Bloop. 
185. DB Cooper. <laughs> that would be funny. That's a little too far. All right. Strange things from above. Above what? The unquiet sky is the chapter. So let's see. Um, okay. A fall of stones. Is this another Game of Thrones book? No. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's kind of neat. You got to read it out loud, otherwise the bit don't work. Oh, no, no. It's the one above it. In Hebrew, the words Ebenezer means stone of help. Stone of help. So Ebenezer Scrooge should have been a... A helpful guy? A very helpful Scrooge. Sure, it was eventually. True. Well, no, Scrooge in Hebrew means not. (laughs) 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 A fall of stones in a military context occurs in the middle of the 6th century when the Abyssinian army laying siege to Mecca was put to flight by a fall of stones supposedly dropped by birds. However, at least... Lord of the Rings or something? Gandalf involved in this? Sure. However, at least one famous stonefall in ancient times occurred in the aftermath of a military action. Story... After we launched the catapults. Yes. The story is told in chapter 31 of the first book of Livy's History of Rome from the founding of the city. And this is a quote from that book, apparently. After the defeat of the Sabines or Sabines or Sabines or Subinines, when King Tullus, 672 to 640 BC, and the entire Roman state were at a high pitch of glory and prosperity, it was reported to the king and senators that there had been a rain of stones on the Alban Mountain or Mount Albus. As this could be, as this could scarce be credited. Envoys were dispatched to examine the prodigy, and in their sight there fell from the sky like hailstones, which the wind piles and drifts upon the ground, a shower of pebbles. Okay? Like in carry. Sure. The envoys also thought they heard a mighty voice issuing from the grove on the mountaintop, commanding the Albans to resume the ritual sacrifices they had neglected since the Roman victory. The Romans themselves took this order to heart, according to Livy, because thereafter it remained a regular custom that whenever the same prodigy was reported, there should be a nine days observance. Whether the same prodigy refers to all subsequent falls of stone or only to repeated falls on Mount Albanus is unclear. So there you go. So there's some weirdo living up on top of a mountain throwing rocks down and demanding a sacrifice? Sure. His name's Albus Dumbledore, apparently. Dumbledore, the younger years. <laughs> the younger years. Bring oh, me vittles! I'm throwing rocks down. <laughs> Bring me small children! Oh, what the fuck? So, uh, there you go. That is a fall of stones. Strange things from above. And mysteries of the unexplained! <laughs> what? Kind of dry, that one. Hey, they're not all going to be great and juicy. Some of them are going to be a little dull. <laughs> Can you do a second one? Well, after we close this bit and do another yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There he goes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just didn't. I don't have to because it's pre-recorded. Yes, yeah, so pre-recorded. So we won't have to watch it go. 
So there you go. Uh, a fall. This is very apparently practicing for when he haunts this place later. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a fall of stones, strain things from above. Cue unexplainable music. So did you hear the new music? New music? That's right. We have new music? We do have new music. Oh. Let's do one of those new bits then. It is one of those new bits. Neils of the Weird. No, not Neils of the Weird. <laughs> it's our top ten. Oh, top ten. Play your top ten. Top ten. Yay. This is for all you fight fans out there. Fight fans? Yeah. You think you got a lot of fight fans out there? You might. I don't know. Okay. These would be for fighting movies and boxing and MMA and all that, just in general. Oh. Top 10 best fighters in the world, mm. supposedly. I'm not going to have a lot to say about this. It's okay. I'm not going to have that much to say either. Then what are we doing? Because it's for our fight fans. Oh. Something different. Yeah. Huh. Bitch. What? Huh? Who? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> So, starting at the bottom, like we tend to do. Our worst best fighter. Number 10 is Tony Jaw. He's a movie boring fighter. He's actually been in a few movies. Um, I'm just going to stare at you blank on this whole list, right? Probably. <laughs> uh, he's actually really... Make it good. He's actually really good. He is a really good fighter. He's insanely fast. And I think his elbows and uh, knees are made out of iron. Titanium? No. I can't remember the name of the movies that he stars in. But there's a trilogy. We have to disqualify now. He's had a joint replacement. Huh? Should we look it up? No. No, because then it'll be an hour-long bit. Well, check over and look at your uh, collection. Is he in your movies there? Yes, actually, he is. But that'll be an hour-long bit. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing discs off the shelf. Not this one. Not this one. Is he in South Park? No. 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 no I have them in, in... Is he a Morningside Monster? No. I have them in proper order, too. They're in fighting. They, they I, would I better be, not It'd be it. part of one of the action movies. I better not touch it. Number nine is MMA fighter, UCF fighter, Anderson Silva. Who? And here's a quote from one of the people who are reading this list. I think Anderson Silva... Is easily the best or second best fighter who took step on this planet, even when he couldn't take a step, because he broke his leg in half. Ooh. He still came back to fight the UFC. His first challenge after the injury was Nick Diaz, who st- he still attempted to do it, and he achieved by beating Diaz. So if that isn't brave or strong, I don't know what it is. Another one that they don't know how to spell. Ip Man. And this guy actually did exist, and there's actually movies named Ip Man after him. Can you spell it for me? Yeah, I-P. That's it? Yeah. Ip Man. Hmm. Okay. Uh, He's a superhero. <laughs> no. He's hey, a superhero. We can make one. We can he's make a superhero movie in charge of internet protocols. No, he's uh, the best Wing Chun fighter mm-hmm. in the world. Oh. Everybody Wing Chun's. <laughs> That's Wang Chun's. Ew. <laughs> no offense. But there's like four movies about the Ip Man. He taught Bruce Lee. Oh, wow. Who then Bruce took it and turned it into his version. This guy is so fast, you 
basically can't even see a move. It's Has he not one of those ones that slow down from Well, camera? no, he's dead. No, but, well, when he was, but when he was making the... No, he didn't do movies. Oh, he didn't do movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. The oh. ones that are on here st- uh, start Donnie... Most. No. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass. No, uh, uh, Donnie Yoon. I think this is, this is his name, or Yoon. And he's crazy. Oh, the guy who did, who's Ip Man was in Rogue One. He played the blind guy with the staff. Oh, okay. Him. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, you want to get around to a fact that might be relevant one day. Number seven is Fedor Emelianenko. He's a Russian heavyweight mixed martial artist. That's a guy from Street Fighter Alpha, isn't he? Sure. Um, he's a Sambist, a Judicata. <laughs> Number six, Sangeef. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Ryu. He is competing for the... Risen Fighting Federation right now. Oh, wow. This guy is a beast. He's really, really slow, though. Really, really slow? I'm going to hit you. Yeah. But when he hits you, it's you might as well have stepped in front of a car. Oh, nice. Yeah, because he actually physically draws a car to the ring. Yeah. He's in the corner for you to step out. But he's a, he's a beast. If you watch him fight, he's just... Crazy. Chases you around the ring in a smart car. <laughs> no, this guy is not going to fit in a smart car. Hitler in a smart car? Pendulette fits in a smart car. Yes, but that's because Pendulette's just really tall. This guy's Pendulette. This guy's Miles, Dude, but strong. Miles. Okay, Miles is seven foot tall, 450 pounds. This guy's probably 6'8", 350. Oh, by the way, he's built like a wall. So then you can fit in a smart car. Number six. I know I can fit in a smart car. Number six, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Well, he is probably one of the oh, best. Oh, you mean Balron. <laughs> he is probably one of the best boxers out there. Well, in his day, he was like. Well, in his day, he was the best. And he was a waste of money. It's not like twenty nine ninety five to get the pay-per-view and it only lasts 15 seconds. You mean seconds. like hundred and twenty nine ninety five to get the pay-per-view. This is back in the day. It was cheaper then. But Mike Tyson also didn't he didn't he uh, chew somebody's ear off? Yes, he chewed somebody's ear off. Yeah, part of it. Anyways. Part of it. It was in a fight against Evangeline Lilly. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two people that'll kill you. <laughs> Her and Evander Holyfield. She's shooting that wasp movie. She don't care. Uh, now, number oh, four. Oh, so she's sitting down somewhere going like, I want to listen to some local entertainment. I'll get some local podcasts. You're always listening out of Atlanta. I'll listen to that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, number five, Jackie Chan. Cool. He actually is a really great fighter. Well, uh, really great. Like martial artist. I don't know what his actual fighting skills was. His, his actual fighting skills is drunken boxing. He's good on camera. I don't yeah, he's great on camera. He'll be in a ring. I don't know. It, it just says fighters. Okay. So, uh, you know. Okay. I don't see Jack Chan running around trying to pick flies and shit. I don't either. Considering he has like 30 Chinese operetta albums out too. With him what? singing. Yeah. You didn't know that? We did no. On, yeah, we did it on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, what episode was that? I need to go back and listen to it. 30. Uh, yeah, it's, it's way up there. <laughs> I'll see it. Jackie Chan's opera music. I think that was one with Scott Davis. 
It might have been. Okay, I have to remember that one. But, uh, yeah, so he, Jackie Chan is number five. We've all seen his movies. Oh, um, man. Uh, we, we know that it's... We miss it, him, too. It, we miss who? We miss Jackie Chan. No, I'm just kidding. He's not dead? I know he's not dead. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't quite get around as well as he used to. I'm assuming. No, he probably doesn't. Though. Probably still gets around better than I do. But. Yeah. I wonder how old he is. Ah, uh, sixty something. He's got some miles on him. Now, n- number four, Tigers of Gold. Chuck Norris. Nice. Carlos Ray Norris. That's his real name. Carlos Ray Norris. Is an American martial artist. Actor, film producer, and screenwriter. He was born March 10th, 1940. Did you ask the mother in the 1940. He's 80, isn't he? I don't know. Yeah. You do the math. No. It's not my job. From, 77, I guess. So. He's from Ryan, Oklahoma. And he's most famous for starring in westerns and action movies. Most famous for being a badass. He uh, yeah. he uh, beat up on Bruce Lee in a movie and then got his ass beat by Bruce Lee in the same movie. Well, that's in the script. Here's one of the funny quotes. Chuck Norris threw a grenade and killed 50 people. Then the grenade exploded. But he people forget that Chuck Norris was the world's reigning martial art fighter mm-hmm. for five <laughs> years in the 70s. It's actually pretty damn good. Next is gonna be Steven Seagal. <laughs> no, so number four is is Chuck Norris. His name is you said his name is Carlos? Carlos Ray, yeah. Well, that's probably why he changed it to Chuck. Well Chuck sounds tougher than Carlos Ray. Yes. Especially that Ray it, part really wimpy Carlos, says. Isn't Carlos like Spanish for Chuck for Charles anyway? Probably. It is, it is. So Chuck is fine. It's so fun, yeah. three is anyone? Anyone? Sugar Leonard. No, Jet Lee. Jet Lee. Ooh. He's a Chinese actor, film producer, martial artist, wushu champion. I haven't seen him in a while. He was born in Beijing. Yeah, he, we were just watching a movie the other day. What? Uh, Fearless. Mm-hmm. He's probably still making movies, but he's mm-hmm. probably doing it overseas. Yeah, he does most of them in Hong Kong. So he's the best in wushu. He's popping for his speed. Uh, they say he's better than Chan and Norris. And, uh, but not as entertaining as Chan. That's true. I would love to see a... Uh, which had never happened because one of them is dead. A Jet Li, Bruce Lee movie. I think that'd be really neat. Like they're the two main protagonists and antagonists. But it would have to be the real one, not some no, similar. Chuck Norris can not feel some, it. not some. No, Chuck Norris is too slow for Jet. Really? Oh yeah, especially oh. now. And he's like seventy-seven years old. And he's like seventy-seven years old. But he might be in really good shape. You sure. Know? Just now, just because he can take Larry out doesn't mean he can take Jet Li out. <laughs> Anybody could take me out. Marissa could if she hit me hard enough. Uh, <laughs> Chris is a green. She's got a stick. <laughs> she got, got a stick. She got that stick and the magic stick. <laughs> I got the magic stick. Sorry. Save it for your volume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the <laughs> Number two is. Number two is. Number That's two. disgusting, man. <laughs> Guess. Number two is yes, Muhammad Ali. Yes, really. Yeah, oh, so he's he staring a hole in you because he's the one who said, What about Muhammad Ali? Yeah, so I Muhammad Ali earlier, I didn't know was, he a, was a former professional boxer. He was generally considered to be one of the greatest heavyweights in the history of the sport. He is the goat, he is the greatest of all time. Uh, everybody has said that. Uh, he, Bruce Lee even, even said he was the greatest ever. Too. Y- yes. 
which is really funny because the guy with the camera in the bottom there is actually the guy who was supposed to be taking that picture. Yes. He was quick and fast hand speed. He was able to move. He was great to watch when I watched the old films of him. I mean, just great. And he could talk like nobody's business. It was great. So, yeah, I, I would 100% agree with Muhammad Ali being uh, two. And number one is... Burt Ward. Yeah, Burt Ward. It's Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, yeah. Bruce Lee was a host. Yes, they were sparring partners. Yeah. Bruce Lee was... They were. I know. It's just funny. I was going to say the Hulk. American <laughs> martial artist. We actually learned it. Action fit, uh, Bruce learned it from, uh, from Robin. Didn't he? I'm sure he learned something. Yeah. Martial arts instructor, philosopher, filmmaker, and the founder of Jeet Kune Do. And we all seen his movies until he ended up dying of an aneurysm. In ear bunnies. While filming a movie. So there you go. Top 10 world's greatest fighters. Ending in Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee can still take you out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think you could probably beat a dead guy. Bruce Lee we're talking about. Yeah, but I can beat a dead horse, so, you know. 240 some episodes in. So there we go. Uh, Cue top 10 music. you enjoyed this episode of Achieve Rally, the podcast. I do really like that coffee maker. Makes a little bit of noise, but it's all right, especially if you just want to get some hot water real fast. Boom, done. Uh, and then you throw a tea bag in it or whatever. The uh, top 10 fighters, I agree with uh, the first one, i.e. the number one one, but, you know, they could move around a little bit. And the Stonefall thing was pretty wild. So there you go. So for Chris... Harvey, Marissa in parentheses, and myself, I'm Larry, saying... Hey, am I supposed to do the closing for today? I don't know what I'm doing Neil, anymore. go away, man. I'll call you when we need you. Bye, everybody. So in her case, it'd be, I think I'm turning American. I think I'm turning American. <laughs> this really doesn't work. do 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 no, it doesn't. <laughs> Glad you noticed. <laughs>
You can look us up on iTunes and Google Play, man, and subscribe to us there. Though I, I recommend Google Play, man. It sounds better. Well, there's that. And then you can look us up on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Achieving Reality and uh, give us a like and comments and questions and whatnot there. Uh, yeah, man. Or, hey, this is going to be kind of cool. <laughs> you could drop us a line or ask us a question and you could record that shit in wave file, man. Uh, if you do that, we might actually put you in the show, man. Now that's cool. I mean, that's how I get on. No, no, it's not, Neil. You kind of stumbled in and just started recording stuff. Huh? Oh, yeah, I remember that. It's funny. Hey, what happened to that Tina lady anyways? Not now, Neil. So, go and find us and give us a listen. Achieving Reality, the podcast. We're... Something that you really need to know. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, see you later, man. Now I want to go smoke a bowl. <laughs>